Here is an observation. I'm at my son's marching band competition and there's a break and so they were, you know, the kids are in a crowd in the stands waiting around. And I made an observation. I've actually had this observation before, but you put people in a crowd and give them something to do and they'll do it. Whether it's a wave, just standing up in sequential order so that it creates that visual effect, or stoning someone, or marching them to the gas ovens, or the trail of tears. When you put people in a crowd, and you give them something to do, I mean, I I guess that's the sheeple mentality that is just a part of humanity. It's not one of those things to point the finger and say, look at those people, they're sheeple. Not me, I'm not a sheeple. Yeah, you are. I mean, we are controlled by our environments, affected by our environments. And that's how they get us. They're organized. So I don't want to seem like I'm just so cynical and like I just jump straight to like <laughs> the Holocaust. But um, but I am cynical. Uh, I'm hopeful because I'm hoping that as we learn these things about ourselves that we are more capable of taking control of the process as it were like uh, we know that this happens right and so now what we do and this is there's better things right uh, that, that you can do uh, with a crowd like crowdsourcing and crowdfunding and crowd you know what I mean where where we uh, you know you put out a donation and people feel like part of that community then they do things that are positive as well uh, we have made so many strides and changes in this country I mean to my mind that's what this country is about is getting better not about having been better but about getting better. Always aware that you are indeed in that place uh, or in need of that um, improvement. That that's just the reality. That we are not where we're supposed to be. Now that's just me getting tangled up inside my own head and and, um, thinking about this... uh, from a perspective of like well like I'm always saying I think we've got to find a way to uh, you know as we quote unquote wake up uh, 
and that's a continual thing as well, right? Like, you know, I've been talking uh, on my show with these different things, like with the Emmeline Pankhurst and and uh, people who have done things to bring us whatever their community, but the the overall humanity to a better place, right? Like when the women in England were fighting for a vote. So when the women in England were fighting for a vote, while they had not yet achieved it, they sent, you know, that's the speech that I read from Emmeline Pankhurst was her coming to the United States to say that we're in this too. Like, we're all in this together. Creating that sense of community and therefore spreading it. And that's something that that that's the way that's the way stuff gets done, right? Because people see that it's a, that there's a problem and they agree that it's a problem and that we can fix it and, and then get on the you know, that becomes their purpose. I mean, um, it's clear. I mean, this is with everything, and I'm kind of rambling in my head again, but, you know, I'm thinking about, like, uh, look, they figured out that the calendar was jacked up. It was going to be off by a quarter. And then sent out word that we're going to change the calendar and we're going to lose we're going to skip 13 days today's monday the first tomorrow's going to be thursday the 13th look it up that's what they did i can't remember the exact date but that's what they did because they said you know what we need to we, we need to change our calendar and then they did it again when they decided that hey you know what the the uh, leap day is off and it should be this long. So every four years, we're going to have to have a leap year. And, and if you don't know, there's a, there's a system for that. And we just follow along as sheeple. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying that it's a thing. And as we are more democratized as humanity, we challenge these things or... If not challenge, we demand to understand exactly why you want me to change my clock. And it has to make some sense. You know, and and um, people become more aware. And there's an always shifting balance if you will or like I said there's always people waking up and there's always people going back to sleep too or generational you know generationally because that's where it becomes important to pass it down Uh, pass the struggle down pass the challenges down pass the triumphs down but what I was saying the other day about the ugly truth setting you free 
is not just passing the triumphs down, but like the ugly truth as well. You know, I was listening to a, a radio show here, a local uh, show, and they were playing some basically old. It was he's doing like a '50s thing, so he was playing all '50s music this morning, and he played an old song, Davy Crockett, and he talks about him going to the Indian Wars and making it safe for the red man and all this kind of stuff. And there's like that stuff. Knowing the history, I look. I can look at it and go, okay, this is what they were saying and where he was at because it was like for a TV show and it was, you know. But there's some ugly truth that gets covered up in our understanding of how things are. And I'm certainly drifting now, but I just think of so many ways that we try to hide from the ugly truth and um, I'm not a preacher but I got a verse that's screaming out in my head right now so I'm going to look that up I believe it's Psalm 51 and there's a the piece in that that I'm internally digesting this thought about the ugly truth setting you free, and um, I'm trying to remember because uh, it was it was a lifesaver for me 30 years ago. What's this? 2018? 88? Yeah, 30 years ago, or 87? So a little over 30 years. But, uh, what was it? Because uh, it was a song. That's how I remembered it. It was like, create in me a pure heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me out of me from thy presence, O oh Lord. Take not thy spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and renew a right spirit within me. How did that go? There's a part I'm missing, and maybe that's because that was the song, but then when I looked it up and, and read, like, the actual psalm, it, it talked about my sin is ever before me. And what I took that to mean or how it was explained to me at the time, and I've since learned that many times you get explained something by somebody having to do with the Bible is it is so much up into interpretation uh, despite the fact that they like to read the one that says it's not up for a private interpretation it clearly is uh, up for you internally to kind of figure out what's going on that's just my stance and I'm, I'm standing on that that we don't I cannot accept your authority as a minister pastor imam or any of that stuff except in the context that you are whatever that title may be in that context 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you can stand there and be like so degreed and everything as an Episcopalian, but you're still going to have some major disagreements with somebody who is equally degreed and Catholic. And then throw a some kind of Eastern Orthodox Christian in there and we get all kinds of soup and you go, well, it's not up for private interpretation. Well, okay, then just read it. Now we got the same problem. So there is indeed some internal agreement or some agreement that you have to come to if you're going to follow that. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just trying to say the ugly truth that we have to realize those ugly truths you have to like admit them like you can't gloss over your stuff because you are then I guess lying to yourself and I started up check out the YouTube channel my YouTube channel uh, Michael T. Justice and I'm putting together playlists of stuff. I'm not so much doing my own videos, but creating a a space. Uh, One of the things is going to be like the people that you ought to know about. So some videos on those people that I share with so that you can kind of have just a a springboard. Because I ain't trying to get nobody no... My tagline, if you will, is I ain't no expert. I'm just a dude who likes to look at stuff and to observe and to explore a little bit, try to broaden my mind, and all I want to do is share with people some things because I kind of look at them, look at it as, I don't know, hooks into knowledge right like if you find me somehow whatever reason because I made some joke on Twitter and you followed me back somehow or because uh, I responded to somebody else's show or you know whatever the, the, the reason or how someone comes into that contact my thought hope is that what I provide will be a some context for the current day and just a springboard for you to educate yourself And obviously, I'm always asking for responses and whatnot because you may have a different perspective on something and that will help me to better understand my perspective, change my perspective, help you change your perspective, strengthen ourselves in our own perspectives. But in some way it seems to me that there's more benefit in that way than otherwise, you know, just 
only talking to the people that you agree with or only hearing, listening, uh, consuming, you know, the people that you know and and have uh, agreement with because that doesn't, to me it seems, that doesn't improve a person. And like I said, I, I think that the notion that you would always be trying to create a more perfect you, a better you, a better union, a better world, that that would be that would be your goal or whatever to better yourself now I understand that there are psychological things and other things that we don't know or whatever like what I'm thinking here is about you know I just made the statement that you you know you would want to better yourself and but I can think of many many ways that I am almost self-sabotaging or self-destructive even um illogically so (laughs) you know what I mean if you're trying to do better and yet you grab a candy bar (laughs) you know what's the logic there what are the psychological or biological even biochemical I don't know what they are what are the processes that create that breakdown in your will right like you want to you envision yourself 20 pounds lighter you see yourself healthier you want that for yourself and yet something pulls you you know what I mean and it's like you can kind of think like with cigarettes or something like that it's like okay we understand that guy's moving along but then all of a sudden that craving just is too strong but what's the craving what's the power in some of the self-destructive non-chemical not even biological choices and decisions that you make you know you're trying to get ahead with your life and move forward and you you've left these bad situations and everything and then somehow you find yourself sucked into it again with someone else what is it that causes that what are the things that cause that and I I, again I ain't nobody's expert so you know um, I just think that's part of it all (laughs) 